0: We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Hi, this is Casper Van Dien from Starship Troopers, Tarzan, Sleepy Hollow, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Tune in to interview with acclaimed radio personality Stephen Kupko on Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. I figured, you know what, Jake, we're going to start out with this type of music because We're getting into it. We're going to be going deep, 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 deep about what's happening in film, television, SAG. Uh, Yeah. I hope you're, you're, you're loving it.
1: Well, I think the the music's perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is. It really is. I, uh, what a morning, what, what a week, what a new year you've, you've been busy. Are you back in LA? I am back in LA. Yes. And, uh, what's happening? How's, how's the dad? I got to ask you first. How's the dad?
1: Uh, he, you know what? It's, he's doing a lot better. Um, he's going to be coming home, um, on Thursday or Friday this week. Uh, you know, it's been a long, long process, but he's, you know, he's slowly getting more independent. He can get himself out of bed now and walk. he's walking with a walker. So, you know, the, it's going to take a while for full recovery but but at least at least he's getting some independence back so thank you so much for asking
0: you're welcome and i'm i'm really happy that everything turned out great for him and you've been a huge support system you've been traveling all over uh it was at one point where i i i like us to have those updated conversations and everything and i was starting to get worried i i believe if you remember from the text i sent you i'm like all right um Am my only worried or concern because I haven't talked to Jake or something going on with Jake, and I'm really happy that you sent that text back and you're you're doing as good as possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just been you know there's just those times sometimes in life where there's <laughs> my emotional bandwidth was only so great and I was but um I'm doing well and i I always appreciate you checking in and, and things are good.
0: I want to give a big shout out. We already have Kelly Anderson. She said that she loves you and she's looking forward to your upcoming film challengers. Well, just to let you know, uh, and Jake just shared this with me, uh, this got pushed back till April,
1: April. Yes. So big, big pushback there. And it'll be interesting to see how many other, you know, films, uh, are going to do something similar, but I know they were you know, targeting the Venice Film Festival to premiere and then, and then uh, release it in September, but now it's been pushed to April, so uh, we'll just have to be patient, I guess.
0: That is one thing that I have not checked in on, and I'm really happy that you brought this up. Film festivals. What do you know about that?
1: Well, I know a lot of the international ones, you know, obviously, American US film, um, you know, is, is hugely important, but there's so many other, uh, you know, films from other countries and stuff that, that are not impacted as much, although now I'm seeing, you know, uh, certainly um, England and the United Kingdom is, is you know, having is also striking and, and getting involved. So how widespread this strike becomes in terms of international film and TV, because obviously the streaming and everything impacts you know the whole world. That that's going to be interesting to see that how much that spreads. So um, that's something for international film festivals. i am, my my understanding is they're still going forward, but certainly will take a hit with without you know showing American films or of U.S. films pull out.
0: Wow. And, and for those that are tuning in, you're in the Actors and Athletes studio with Stephen Cuoco and Jake Jensen. We're here. We're going to talk about what's happening between SAG and the Alliance of Motion Picture and why should you care? Also, how is AI affecting the film and TV industry? Where do you want to begin uh, with this, Jake? And b- before you answer, uh, I want to thank you, Christina. Um, This was sent over, and it was something that was shared by Matthew McConaughey. And uh, he posted, the devil wouldn't be attacking you so hard if there wasn't something valuable in you. Thieves don't break into empty houses. I'm going to repeat that once again. The devil wouldn't be attacking you so hard if there wasn't something valuable in you. Thieves don't break into empty houses. That's exactly what's happening right now and i've been saying and i didn't i didn't share this with you but this has been a, a conversation during a week where uh, you know i was just got off the phone with someone else today i said it is like what sags doing is asking the devil to turn hell into heaven and <laughs> i don't see how that's not going to come with a problem a repercussion And I'm going to, you know, say this, there's just a lot of old people that need to retire in a business that have a very outdated mindset. And I have here in front of me, and this is something that I got off of, um, I believe it was, uh, it was off at a SAG-AFTRA. This was on July 13th, you know. With SAG is proposing and with AMPTP counters. Um, and then we have rejection. Um, uh, let me see here. Rejection, rejection. Um, uh, increase to protect the threshold figures in contract and match terms agreed to by Netflix in 2019. That was for ways, uh, SAG stated wage invasion due to advanced payment of residuals. Um, new media revenue sharing uh, that was rejected. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Remove the discount group rate from nine plus dancers. Uh, uh, rejected, rejected. Like there's just so many, so much detail here. Like my brain is processing this so fast of what I'm reading. Um, uh, stuff, you know, for background actors, uh, basic respect and fairness, basic respect and fairness of what SAG is requesting for background actors rejected, rejected. I, what is going on? You know,
1: um, see my only other experience, uh, with a union is with the California faculty association, the CFA, which I'm a member of, cause I'm, you know, I've, I've, if listeners don't know i'm also a professor and over the 10 years that i've been a professor i've seen the union speak in our behalf as professors and and not just as professors as some of the part-time lectures and 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 things have changed you know the, the union getting involved negotiating for us our salaries have increased there's been much more benefits given to like those um adjunct or part-time you know that are Struggling to to survive, so I know a union can make a difference, and that's why I believe that you know I I have certainly keep optimism that that SAG can, but you know again we there's been no change in contracts for for many years, and the industry has changed so much, and it you know like I see again going back to that example of with the CFA, you know things have changed. I've seen change in the last ten years, and. I just don't understand you know we have so many actors i saw a statistic this morning that you know thousands i I can't remember the number thousands and thousands of actors are below the you know like the 24 to twenty-six thousand-dollar a year minimum for for any kind of health insurance so you know we think about actors as making a lot of money obviously the big stars do but there's so many working actors out there that are scraping by and and you know are very good, talented, hardworking actors. So, you know, I just, I don't understand where the industry has changed so much, even since I've been in it of obviously contracts and, and things need to change as well. And, and, and I don't understand why, you know, again, I don't, I don't see why there has there, why not everyone would agree that there needs to be some change happening.
0: You know, here's one thing, uh, there was a proposal, for residuals for off-camera stunt performers. Also, you know, as I read earlier for something going on for dancers, rejected. You know, some of this jargon I understand the way it's being presented um, you know, I think maybe I would want to have a little bit more clarity on. It's just that when I was looking over all of this uh, and and I have like 12-13 pages in front of me, it would be common sense. And it just doesn't make any sense of why there should be a problem to have more security in an industry where there is no security. The pandemic proved it. You proved it by what you had just shared, you know, when we think about insurance and minimums and what is being required. And then everything here, it's just, it is really unfortunate.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have, I think I have the same document, you know, in front of me with just all of this the proposals that Sag after the proposed and then the AMPTP, you know, their counters that are that just don't come anywhere close to what I think, you know, Sag is 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 asking for. And, you know, this is such a huge industry. It, again, like you said, it's not just actors, it's it's stunt uh people it's dancers it's it's there's a lot of performers involved in this that are that are really getting burned i think um and not getting you know fair fair pay fair treatment
0: here's something jake increase the minimum payments for performers working schedule f which was intended for star performers who have more negotiating power but since the rates have not increased in decades it now sometimes results in those performers earning less than Schedule C. Uh, The Film Academy then responded back, proposed small increases that do not solve the problem, rejected the portion related to ensuring a minimum weekly rate for performers working Schedule F. So that's why I'm saying I've we've got I've got these 12 pages and, you know, they're talking about these different schedules and stuff like that Um, right here to go here. Minimums SAG uh, proposed 11 percent general wage increase in year one, four percent in year two and four percent in year three. Uh, The Academy came back saying five percent year one, four percent year two, three point five percent in year three. Why should there be a problem? And I'm just, you know, being rhetorical about this. Why should there be a problem to request 11% and not get 11% and only come back with 5%?
1: Yeah, that I, that I just don't understand because again, making that comparison, you know, to the last 10 years of my salary as a professor, 10%, 10 per 11% is is very very standard. I mean, I it's gone up more than that in the you know for me as a professor in the last ten years, and and to my knowledge, for actors it has hasn't changed for decades. And anybody that you know is a working actor in L.A. knows that <laughs> rent and <laughs> cost of living has certainly gone up. So why there would not be why there would be a problem with eleven percent is it doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Have you found out any more information about? what this is going to do to you. I mean, we've got believe that's supposed to be out and is, you know, you're the executive producer, one of the lead actors supposed to be out in September. We already know what's happening with the film. uh, You know, that you're in uh, that also has Zendaya in it. That's for next year. So where, do, where are we at with believe?
1: Well, I don't think there's any issue with, with believe being released. Uh, Cause we're not, um, you know, we're, except that we really were going to target, you know, a lot of the film festivals, which is something I need to look into for the US, but we're not, you know, affiliated with any of any of the networks or, uh, you know, businesses under the, the AM um, PTP. So in that sense, but it, it does not feel right in a lot of ways to like have a, a you know, a big red carpet premiere when so many other actors are, are not doing that with their films and are sitting out so that's something i've got to you know as an executive producer on the film i need to sit down with the other uh producers and certainly the writer director and and come up with a plan uh because this could easily be going on (laughs) well into september and i don't know how appropriate it would seem right now to have a uh you know red carpet type um you know, event and premiere, which is, which obviously for all actors is really unfortunate that we're not able to do that with our films. I mean, I have multiple people from Utah wanting to fly out to L.A. for that and and other you know friends, family, and so that's that's something that we really need to sit down and 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 evaluate what the best uh, time for that would be.
0: I agree, and. You know, Sean, as you know, he was going to have a wonderful red carpet out in L.A. I was looking forward to that. You were going to uh, he was going to have you there. Catherine was going to be there. I don't know whoever else was going to be there. We were all looking forward to it. And because of this, you know, this is affecting projects. These are projects that were already out. We're talking about, you know, you know, box office ratings at these are going to affect we're talking about money even though Barbie came in top Oppenheimer came in second it was then also uh it one of the theaters I think it was on uh MSN or Microsoft Edge they turned off the movie because people were leaving Oppenheimer to go and watch Barbie but the fact that this is <laughs> <laughs> seriously they did is it was just on a i i i Look at all the stuff on Edge, Microsoft Edge. For um, I like the news; that's the way it's reported yeah. in there. Yeah, and they were talking about they turned off the movie because people were going from Oppenheimer to Barbie. And it's, but the fact of it is, is you know Jamal Lewis, a very good friend of mine, uh, who had a scene with Will Ferrell, and he and I just had a, a, a long discussion yesterday. And it's like, what gives? You know, there's certain restrictions on what the agents can share, what management can share. I just think for the most part, do whatever they want to do or feel that they need to do for upcoming or future projects. But current projects, don't put it on hold. Don't, you know, have, you know, actors not be able to talk about it and share their experience. You know, people people need to remember, this is my point, this is where I'm going with this, and I'm go- I'm ch- I'm checking the time because I want my team to go ahead and make an audio clip. And I'm going to be saying this, uh, uh, Sean. I'm saying this around the 17th mar- uh, minute mark. People deserve to remember the brilliance, the capability, the resourcefulness, and the talent of what makes actors so incredibly great and so remarkably amazing at their craft. And to be able to have interviews, to be able to do red carpets, to be able to go to these film premieres, uh, for you to do of what we were looking forward to doing with Sean's film uh, all the way to, you know, what could maybe have happened with The Challenger's. You know, the film that was supposed to debut in September, uh, you know, with you, Jake. Yeah. People are missing out on all of this. They're missing out on the photos. They're missing out on a meet and greets. People see movies and pay for these tickets because of you. You as an actor, for how you make them feel, for what you help them to believe, for what you inspire them to envision, and to allow them to experience outside of their own life. For a very, whether it's something they go to for free or, or a small fraction of a ticket. That's what you do to inspire and to enlighten them. And you guys can't do none of that now. So, what and then with AI, if I can add this real quick, I don't know if you've seen this. I just shared this with Sean yesterday. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let me find it real quick on here. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, this company, Jake. It's called Curious Refuge. They just posted on their Instagram, they took Oppenheimer and Barbie and they created an AI version. They've got Matt Damon. They've got Margot Throbby. They've got every major actor from Oppenheimer and Barbie, AI, on this reel. So they're already doing it. And we haven't even Mm -hmm. talked about that yet. So what is the inside scoop about AI? And with that, Jake, I was perceiving that in this strike and the concern with AI is to prevent it. There's no preventing. It's happening. I just watched a trailer using the celebrities' faces and the art, and I'm going to tell you, I truly believe that AI, film and television, the way this looks and where it's going, I believe people are going to love it. I believe that it is not a new way of media. I believe it's going to be a permanent way of media. Your thoughts? Interesting. Um, you know, I the AI obviously got
1: talked about a lot with the writer strike. That you know uh, it's obviously started first with the idea. You know, can can AI you know write and generate scripts and and you know my my initial reaction was well, no, they could certainly. A.I. can create or write a script, but is it going to have that same, you know, quality of, of good writers? And it's interesting now with the acting, I mean, if they can take, you know, your 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 likeness and your voice and, and, and use that, you know, I, I haven't seen enough of A.I. Like, like, I'm not familiar with The Curious Refuge. Um, so, you know, that's something I need to check out. But you know, if that is being done and that's the way of the future, I think we have to then figure out ways, you know, if my, if my, if my look and my voice and, and things are being used, then I, then I obviously need to get uh, compensated for that. But, uh, so that's something I think we have to, I mean, it, it, AI is the reality of the future. I mean, I don't think it's going away, but we have to figure out how to make it. So it's fair for, for <laughs> actors and, and writers and human beings. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I need to check out is that curious, uh, refuge.
0: Uh, I want to, uh, not do a side here, but I want to say to, uh, Stacy and Susie, thank you for the compliment. I was just published on canvas rebel magazine. I'm, I'm assuming you saw that share and, uh, uh, Susie, I grew up where I've known her since we were kids and, um, she's always, she always said and knew that I was going to be where I'm at today in my career and, uh, what memories this message brings back. So, uh, thank you Susie for that. And, uh, thank you Stacy. And if you haven't read, uh, the recent article, uh, in canvas rebel magazine, you can click the link, the who link, uh, on my socials. Uh, especially go to my Instagram. Everyone has Instagram. It's better to go there. Uh, Click the link in my bio, tap on the Hubie tab, and that is there. Or just go ahead and Google Canvas Rebel, Stephen Cuoco. And I really encourage everyone to read that because I was very raw and descriptive um, in answering those questions. Uh, Jake, I'm going to I just said this to Jamal yesterday, and I had this conversation with someone today. I really believe in my heart. I truly believe in my heart. Maybe it'll change because I know people listen. I really do. I'm going to put it out there, and I'm glad people who stay on track of what I'm talking about, I appreciate the support and the courtesy, and those who stay on track because we are all monitored. That is not me, you know, saying anything that is not unknown. The more the more you're known in the industry, in a business, especially being at, you know, whether you're Joe Rogan status or Logan Paul status or, or Jake Paul or, you know, Howard Stern, whoever it is, people listen. And there have been things that have come back to me in a good way, not a negative way, thank goodness. Uh, but there have been things that have come back to me about what I have shared on the radio and not realizing that it has either impacted someone or someone heard it and were listening to it and were surprised by what I had said because you're not going to find other publicists talking about what I talk about or what I talk about with Jake and Uh, whoever else on my shows. And I'm not, you know, meaning to be here to drop anything that's not known. I just am saying to you that as a publicist, I am a representative for the public. It is my legal responsibility that I had taken an oath for to share the facts. Three things, uh, to be fair, honest, and disclose all material facts. That's what I took an oath to do in PR. Uh, not people who come from marketing and advertising backgrounds who are calling themselves PR reps or who are going on Google and getting paying $5 for a fake certification. Like I come from the real school, the real world of PR. Uh, so, with that, I have no idea who's listening. I know that um, I'm very grateful and happy that there are at least five casting directors that do listen to our show, Jake. Um, who have come back and shared with me either through Instagram DMs or by text messages about what they were so very happy of what I was talking about. Because even casting directors and producers have to be very careful of what they divulge out there and what they share with you when you go into casting. And for myself as a representative, I want people to be prepared and ready, and I want people to know the truth because how often? And I had this experience um, when I was just recently in Dallas. I had the experience of someone leading me to believe something that wasn't real, and I knew it was bullshit. But I allowed them to think that whatever game they were playing, they were getting away with it. And then once I allowed. For myself to experience what I experienced, I came home and I sent a very nice email after allowing all of it to process of what I had realized and what I had to, you know, you know, known to be the truth and received absolutely no response. And anytime someone doesn't respond to me, I know I was talking facts. Does that happen to you, Jake? Yes, I,
1: I think that, um, you know, I think that's very true. <laughs>
0: Human was, nature. It maybe, is. But, it is. And it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure not getting that feedback because at least now we have an understanding, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I honestly believe, and, and, and to, to bring it forward, I truly, this is what I had said to someone today, that when we look back at the history of what happened with the white house and you know the claim of the insurgents that had happened that's what i see when it comes to the strike and i believe at this point and realistically you've got to ask okay we're talking about big film studios jake we're talking about hundreds of millions to billions of dollars and so on and so forth. My, uh, my whole point in this is just like what happened at the White House. The Film Academy is looking at every... From um, Fran Dresser to Matt Damon to every celebrity, every photo, everything that's getting seen out there. And do you really believe and think that the academy is looking at them as allies? Absolutely not. They're viewing them as adversaries now. And most likely assuming that oh, they're giving us all this problem, they're shutting things down, we're losing hundreds of millions of dollars if not more. We've got and to try to force a hand of someone of like the the film academy to to try to force a hand and to be able to put a face on that I'm going to tell you this, I know for a fact that if it doesn't happen now, I guarantee you Hollywood or what it means to be a celebrity is going to get refaced, not only by the AI, but I also believe that every single well-known actor and actress that's out there holding a picket sign or is talking or doing whatever, that the powers that be is going to find a way to expire them. Once again, you can't ask the devil to turn hell into heaven, require or force the hand of the devil to turn hell into heaven without a repercussion. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I hear what you're saying. I think it puts actors and everyone in a, you know, a challenging position of, you know, we stand up for what we, what we feel like we deserve, but also not becoming obsolete. And so I think it's, or being replaced basically. So I, it's a, I, I will say I've been impressed with the, with the unity of the actors that I've seen out, you know, protesting and, and being out there in the heat and every day. I mean, it is, it is, uh, I respect it a lot. Um, but I, but I hear what you're saying, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a really difficult situation, I think.
0: If you can share, Jake, what is your professional thought about how we're going to move forward from this? And is there is there a chance for us to move forward from this? Because after speaking with three actors just recently and one who was in the film Barbie – and, and, and you're in the industry as well what gives yeah i mean i think
1: time is it's gonna be interesting you know this the longer this is drawn out you know any i mean the writer strike's already been how how long now a few months and and you know goes on and on you know what I don't see how, I mean, L.A., Hollywood, the industry is, you know, no, nobody's working. There's kind of catastrophic uh, implications for, for those working in the industry. Because um, I think the AMPTP is going to, again, find find other <laughs> people to work, find non-union Find uh, AI, you know, and or use AI. So I, it's a, I, you know, it's a, it's a, not a very I, I'm a very optimistic person, but I'm finding that my optimism is is harder to keep up right now. It, it's a it's a it's an interesting, obviously very interesting time to be an actor and you know, we already were shut down with COVID for so long that, you know, it's obviously very frustrating to this time because it's like trying to get momentum. You talked earlier about connections and, and momentum in the industry. How do you get that when you're not able to talk about your projects? How do you, how do you get casting directors interested in you? if you can't share anything about what you, what you've been doing as an actor or, or working. So I, I, I don't know. I think maybe both sides have to give on some things to to have this resolved. Um I mean, I certainly believe change there needs to be change and that we, we need to be protected as as actors and performers, but we also need to work. So it's I don't know. I'd be interested. Um I need to hear some of the other actors that you've you've talked to. I'd be interested what their, you know, opinions and thoughts on on that are.
0: Well, here's two things I want to ask you. One, have you ever, to the best of your knowledge, Jake, signed a contract, an agreement, whatever it may be, that someone can create and use AI of your, of your image? I have
1: not signed a contract with that, but I have seen castings um, earlier in the year that 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 would were asking for that. That they would you know they could use your your image and your likeness for perpetuity and and I know um you know that already you know I didn't I didn't submit for those or certainly didn't wouldn't audition for those because that you know that scared me and that was way before I mean I AI was around but there wasn't as much you know discussion and talk about it but yeah I, I so I haven't signed a contract but I've certainly seen projects that were asking for that.
0: And does that mean that that is AI? What does that mean?
1: You know, in those, it wasn't clear, but but I think to my understanding, it would be like, you know, let's say you're a spokesperson for something, a company that they could then just instead of hiring you again and paying you, they just use your, you know, it's kind of like you sign away your they generate the content using your, you know, your, your look, your voice. Um, and I know for some like um, uh, gaming, you know, different video games and stuff that I've seen that. Uh, so I, again, I, is that, I think that certainly would be part of AI and what they could use AI for.
0: And then the other would be, and you hit this, hit this very clearly is, celebrities are fine they have whatever passive investments their alcohol their fashion their makeup line whatever else (laughs) they have but what about people that are up and coming or starting or what does that mean like in my opinion i'm thinking to myself get into a reality tv you don't have to worry about sag get into commercials you don't have to worry about doing q a or red carpets like there are other areas so let me ask you this I'm so glad that we stood on this, on, on this commercials. Have you talked with any of your management or agents at all about getting into a Cargurus commercial or getting into a, uh, Mercedes commercial?
1: Well, I absolutely am, am going to do more commercial work, uh, I actually started, you know, acting with, the, with my goal was to be a commercial actor. That's what I really, um, alter, you know, early kind of goal was to be a successful commercial actor. And then when I got it more into film and TV, it's what I put my focus on. But yeah, I mean, as, as actors, we want to work. And, and if we can do commercials, that's certainly something um, I've talked to both my agent and manager yeah, absolutely. Be sub- submit me for commercials because I, you know, I want to be working as an actor. Uh, I need to get on a soap opera too, uh, <laughs> Steve, cause they're, I don't understand exactly why, but they they're exempt from daytime television shows for the most part are exempt from this. They can still work.
0: Here's so, a positive. So
1: that, there's a positive and that's something I definitely would, would, you know, like to be on as well. So, um, yeah, I think you know there are there's still some opportunities to work uh, as an actor, but yes, definitely commercials are something I I absolutely am am looking at uh, doing.
0: Well, here's what's I'm, perfect. I'm You've got an interview coming up with Maurice Bernard from General Hospital in August. What yes, better way excited. for you to have a conversation? You're going to be in his private home. You're going to be doing a live video interview that's the golden point to find out
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that so much with maurice for on on multiple levels but uh what a what an amazing opportunity and i'm very very grateful uh to you for help for setting that up and and for the for maurice uh willing to sit down with me so i'm, I'm very excited that's going to be on the Sixth of August. I don't know when it airs. I don't know when that will be, but uh, the the interviews uh, is going to be on the sixth.
0: All I have to say is I want to find out you've gotten on General Hospital because you belong there. Whether a cop, a detective, wow. uh, maybe someone that is, um, you stole, you stole a, a woman away from her husband, whatever the heck it is. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be great. I'd love, love that. Um, hold on. Wait. Good. I was trying to find an actor to bring on, but go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, again, it's, I think we have to find the ways that we can still, you know, be out there, be relevant, be seen um, while still respecting, you know, our fellow fellow actors and industry. But it is, you know, it is, it is hard because like I said, you know, I um, with COVID that kind of stopped any momentum in terms of as an actor that's trying to, you know, really, get a name out there and um it's not you know a household name yet like myself it it's been very hard with between COVID and now this to you know how do you stay relevant how do you get your you know your your name out there how do you get yourself out there so you know i think again just doing what i i can't control everything obviously there's a lot of things i can't control but i can still be on the radio. I can be doing inter- some some interviews. I can, uh, you know, continue to to build relationships with fellow actors, with casting directors. So, you know, I think we just have to rely on the community that we do have. Um, you know, you can't take community away. It's still there. So, um,
0: that's what I ha- that's what I kind of have to cling on to and and be optimistic about. Mm-hmm. And you're doing a good job. And even though you did just reference that, you may not think you're a household name. I'm going to say that I believe you are more than what you may have thought of before, especially the fact that you've got um, Samantha and Friends uh, charity event coming up a month from now in September.
1: Yeah, September 10th and 11th. um, yeah, very excited. I'm playing the piano there, which I think I've said before, but I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And you know, great great actors. It's going to be fun. These some of these guys are my you know my friends now. It'll be really fun to see them again. Um, and obviously Samantha is, is amazing. She's wonderful. Uh, shout out to Samantha too. She posted I think today a throwback photo with her mom when they were in a mother daughter beauty pageant. I, it made my day. So. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed seeing that. That was really fun to see.
0: Wasn't that wild?
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah, uh, they both look gorgeous and it was amazing. Uh, she looks like a beauty queen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I um I I was texting here trying to find another actor. Uh, one is on a Zoom call and uh, another one I I'm not too sure if he's available or not. We're going to have to do this. We're going to have to do another follow-up show and get have another actor on here, someone who can also share their insight, someone that you can bounce off questions with Jake and um and, and Follow up with other perspectives of what's happening if they're able to share, because that's the other absolutely.
1: thing. absolutely, <laughs>
0: absolutely, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and we're you know we we're kind of on pins and needles of what you know what are we allowed to talk about, what are we allowed to share? Because um, uh, it it seems to be it's not necessarily that clear cut because you know some projects are getting exemptions to still be shooting, and other things are you know it's just it's just interesting like i said even with believe i'm I'm not even sure what is considered appropriate or right in terms of publicity so i i'd love that i'd love to bounce ideas off other actors because i think we we need the support but we also need to be having dialogue and discussion you know as actors about these topics
0: that'll be perfect for an upcoming show definitely you know we're at the end of july for definitely august and, uh, whether it's getting Connor wheel or Mike Manning or Jamal Lewis, who was just in Barbie and had that funny scene with Will Ferrell, uh, it, it you guys should be able to do interviews and what you want to do. And if it's not about the project, it doesn't mean you should stop, but I'm going to honestly say that there have been some actors that were supposed to be on the show and they're not doing any interviews so I guess they can't even talk about their dog you know constipated Hmm. for two days and it finally took a shit on a third day because they were able to find some type of natural supplement for an animal so it can go poop (laughs) (laughs) so it's definitely a very vivid image that I just
1: got
0: So it's the first thing that popped in my head
1: that's, that's great i'm i'm smiling
0: that's great well we we started out uh the the music in the intro i usually use that for uh athletes and and fighters and people in the sports industry so we're we're leaving with the the smooth you know lounge music um how we usually start off with any closing thoughts Jake
1: no i just um i think he, you know, I just appreciate the chance to talk about this. It's good for me to talk about it. It's good to hear your perspective. It, and I think, um, you know, I just barely got back to L.A., so it's going to be really interesting for me the next, you know, little while. In to really, I've been in uh, Utah for a month, you know, helping take care of my dad. So I felt a little bit away from it all, you know, obviously following it on the, you know, media, but, but still being – being living in it is going to be interesting. Uh, so I'll definitely have, you know, some more thoughts on this, uh, for future shows. Um, as I, you know, as I'm back in LA and kind of, uh, certainly will be interacting with, with a lot more actors and, um, and industry people. So, I uh, just, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting ride.
0: You had a bird box moment. Uh, you, uh, you're out there in Utah. You're you're in your your country setting. You're there with your parents. You were in this encapsulated world, and then you get back out in a real world, and you're like, everything's gone. Where is everything? Did those shadow <laughs> yeah. demons out of Bird Box come out and just got rid of everyone?
1: I, I have to tell you, I felt that even. I mean, it's always a transition going, you know, from from uh, my home state of Utah back to LA. It's that's always a a, a culture <laughs> shock. But this has been this is. Uh, even more so, because I was here for, a, you know, I usually don't stay a month. Um, that You know, it's supposed to be a, a few days. Uh, turned into a month. Um, but then just, you know, with everything that's happening, yes, it, it is definitely a, a Bird Box moment.
0: Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, God, And I'm going to tell you, speaking of Bird Box, I don't know if you watched it. Do you know they have a foreign version uh, on Netflix? It was fucking horrible. I couldn't even watch hmm. it. Did
1: you see that? Oh, interesting. I didn't see that one. No, I didn't know they had uh, that. Interesting.
0: It's like trying to do a remake of Goonies or uh, (laughs) or or Back to the Future. There's certain things you just leave alone, especially when you got it got it right the first time.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some some things should not be should not be remade. That's for sure.
0: No. Well, we're we're. I'm very happy you're back with all of us in our Bird Box uh, style-like dimension here. Um, Things are still rolling, but keep in mind, all great things Jake Jensen. Head on over to his Instagram, Jake Jensen Media, uh, also his Twitter. Uh, And uh, yeah, I'm just so happy with the opportunity you have that you're going to be able to sit down with maurice bernard coming up that's going to be great looking forward to seeing the video looking forward to i know they've got it on youtube and he's got it on other areas and you'll be able to talk about that more but most importantly you're going to be there with him you're going to be there with his wife and any and all questions ask him You know, take that opportunity, and even from a casting perspective, because I know I would ask, Maurice, I mean, General Hospital looking for a filler, or fill-in, you know, you want to take a vacation, Maurice, for two weeks, and I'll fill (laughs) in for you? Seriously.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know who's more excited, me or my mom. She's a big fan of Maurice. (laughs) so When I told her about this, she was, uh, she's like, you get back to LA, get back there. (laughs) do, Do it. So... Um, I have a lot of support, so that's great.
0: Are you excited? Like, what what were your thoughts when I told you? Yeah, I mean, just
1: the the opportunity to meet somebody like Maurice, uh, who I who I've certainly been aware of his career, but then also he's so open about his own, you know, um, mental health struggles and things. I just somebody he's somebody I really really respect, and you know, to get the opportunity to, to sit down in his home and, and meet him. It's it's incredible and then that's what I love I've said this before. That's what I love about this industry. is just all the people that I get to meet um, from from all different backgrounds and situations and and places and so uh, This is uh, something I'm really looking forward to which is good because right now there hasn't been that much to look forward to <laughs> So it's, it's a good good time for this.
0: I agree and what's uh What's even great is we are jamming Pat. Great shows. Check this week's schedule. Um, also, in the Actors and Athletes studio with Stephen Quoco and Jake Jensen, we will have this episode re aired this week. We've got, let me tell you what, Lady T. Uh, she should be having a new episode this coming Sunday. I believe Alicia, would is resilient, you should have a new show Saturday. Either way, today is only Tuesday and we will be re-airing a lot of the latest and greatest of what's happening. I mean, top 10 and talk on Apple Music, how exciting. Uh, and remember, you know, Power 98.5, iOS or Android app, download it. You want to be the first to have it in and to be available with us and to be able to have all the latest and greatest and updates. So download the app. You can listen to us on Alexa. Power 98.5 is on Odyssey. We're on Apple Music, Live FM Radio, MyStreamer, MyTuner, Streamitter.com and many more. I mean, we are all over, Jake. I am so excited how all over, uh, not only the show, but the station is at, Um, at the best in, you know, of what we're doing in in talk and music and sports and entertainment. So thank you again for another great show and would love to recap on this and have another actor with us giving insight as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's very exciting for, for all of the shows on, on our 98.5. It's very exciting. So I'm, I'm, yeah, it's great.
0: And Catherine Swain is coming back. I mean, starting in August, we did a whole rebrand with her. It is exciting. You're going to love it of what she's doing. She wants to do five shows, five shows a week. I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. That's great. (laughs) You want to do five shows a week? Great. That's awesome. And then also for you, Jake, what's really great is I'm going to have a conversation with her and to looking into, you know, She's going to be helping to to find, you know, supporters and advertisers for the shows. And then also yeah. for you to sort out, uh, you know, because she's in LA as well, what she could potentially plug you in and, and what's happening in her circle and what's going on. And definitely would like for you two to get together and to meet since both of you are in the LA area and go from there and, and see yeah, what sort of great. collaborations can happen.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited to have Catherine back and, and look forward to meeting.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you again to everyone who's joined us. Hope you have a great week. This show will be available on any one of your favorite podcasts, um, on live on air with Stephen Cuoco. In the Actors and Athlete Studio with Stephen Quoke and Jake Jensen, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. However, if you want to be where it all starts first on Power 98.5, check the schedule on power985.com or on any one of the apps and You will just tap on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You can skip ahead to see what's following throughout the week. And that's something we're going to be doing today is putting together all the re-airing of the live episodes in this week's schedule. And we're going to be having this. It could be on Thursday. It could be on Friday. It's going to be re-aired several times during a week. So don't hesitate to find what works for you it could be on saturday at 4 p.m eastern it could be on thursday at 11 a.m eastern either way we heard you we've gotten the messages we've received the emails we will be re-airing all the latest and greatest from resilient you let me tell you what lady t Catherine and company is coming back in august let me tell um uh uh, in the Actors and Athletes Studio with Stephen Cuoco and Jake Jensen and live on air with Stephen Quoco, all available for you all week long. Uh, remember, if you have any additional questions, you can email the team at contact at power985.com or power98.5radio uh, at gmail.com. The studio line is 646-969-3365. Please don't spam us. Don't give us some bullshit warranty call or something. Don't abuse the studio line. We have it back in action. We want this to be available for all of the listeners, for anyone, if you got any questions. Also, for future show Q&As. Now, you ever have a question for Jake and I, give us a call on the studio line. And we'll be very happy to answer it. But remember, the studio line is six four six nine six nine three three six five. And we are based out of Manchester, UK, and New York City. However, we are satellite, and we are available in and our reach is in two hundred countries. Could be more because of Odyssey and Apple Music, but that's where we are at. From what I received from the demographics uh, a while back ago. Uh, thank you (laughs) thank you thank you thank you and remember be who you are love with all your passion and remember the quote that i read from uh that was by matthew mcconaughey and don't force anything to happen i've been trying to do that lately too thinking that oh something would be really great for me If it's meant to happen, it will happen. If not, it won't fall into place. It's easier said than done, but I'm going to tell you, you're not alone. I go through it all the time, all the time when I would like something to happen and it doesn't happen, but don't force it because if you try to force it and if you do force it and it does happen, it's going to take away. It most definitely will take you away from your greater purpose and it will take you away from you being the greatest that you are. Have a great day, everyone. Friend us on your socials and let's connect.